I'm too drunk. I enjoy the Christmas party. Hey, this is Adam, and thanks very much for tuning in to the first episode of the Startup Diary 2017. Now, for those of you that are new to the show, and the good news is, is our last show was actually on the 20th, and we had a bit of a slow December, and that was largely because I was ill. And to be honest, that the company was just super busy, uh, and we've always said that we, we need to prioritise the, the business first, the podcast second. Um, so it's been a while since we, since we jumped on air, and the last show was the 20th, and for anyone that has previously listened, you'll know that I'm normally joined by Harry, um, who works for me, also my best friend, and uh, he's actually away in Thailand. He got married uh, on the 27th of December, uh, so he's away. And the only reason I mention that now is because we picked up a lot of new listeners over the Christmas period, which was good news. Um, a bit disappointed I didn't get a podcast out over the new year, um, but just uh, you'll find out why sort of things didn't allow it. So I didn't want to let it go a full month without doing a show, so um, I thought I'd jump on the mic and give you guys and gals a quick update with sort of what happened over the Christmas break, um, where we are now. Uh, what's coming out on the show and what's happening in the business in January and uh, give you guys a little taste of what's coming up. So, yeah, where do we start, really? So the first thing that we did um, that hasn't been covered on the show is we did a team meeting and there was a completely new format to this one. So normally what had happened is I'd put a presentation together and from there um, it would be on the screen, the team would be in the boardroom and it would be like death by PowerPoint for like three or four hours. I was actually involved in a meeting um, with someone uh, that was pitching a client of ours. And from that meeting, we had about 45 minutes to an hour of um, sort of a really good uh, brainstorming session where everyone was involved, post-it notes, magic whiteboards. And I know it sounds very, uh, sort of very, uh, to me when I started it, it sounded uh, like I was back at school. Let's get everyone involved, pick up a pen, pick up a post-it. But it actually was a really good interactive 45 minutes to an hour um, that I sort of took that idea and then scaled up into a full day meeting for the team. Um, so rather than me saying, guys, this is where I think we are, what's your thoughts? Everyone's sitting there quietly um, or the odd person chirping up. Everyone needed to get involved. Um, so we did that and the meeting went fantastic. Really enjoyed it. And I don't want to cover too much on that now because obviously Harry was in the meeting and I think that'll be a good show to get his side of the story. Um, obviously I was running the meeting and those guys had to be involved. So that's a show that's going to be coming up in Feb, talking about how how we ran the meeting um, sort of in depth. So you guys, potentially, if you've got a team or you're uh, looking at having more engaging meetings, even with clients, if you're a, if you're a one-man operation, that'll be something that'll be interesting to you. So from there, really, we, as most companies would look to do, is wind down in the last week. I'm really actually proud to say we never wound down. Um, even to the last 30 minutes. So the last day we had, we had unlimited beers basically and, and drinks and wines and, and bits like that in the office. And across the team, I don't think anyone had more than one drink that day because everyone was just cranking out work until the last 30 minutes, which was good. Um, we didn't have a wasted week as, as I see most companies do. Um, and some of the people that we were trying to get hold of, they just seem to have clocked off, even that said they're still at work. Um, and I think that's a massive opportunity missed. I think too many people, when you look at the amount of hours that people are in the office, so there's nine people in our company, and if everyone takes a, a lazy last week, that's like 360 hours argument's sake, if everyone um, took it lazy, um, 
So happy to say, without me having to crack the whip or anything like that, everyone in the team sort of, even though they knew they were winding down for Christmas, um, it felt like work-wise, they actually ramped up the amount of work that they were doing to make sure they came into New Year nice and strong. And I think that's a big takeaway is if you've got a break coming up, um, the only way to sort of go and enjoy that break and to make sure uh, that you haven't got work on the mind or you question yourself, did that get done? Oh, I've got to do that when I'm back. Is to make sure that you really do dig in the last two, three weeks, um, especially leading up to Christmas and New Year, because that is genuinely a great time to sort of step back, relax, recharge. Um, so don't waste those days um, and make sure that you're not uh, letting you or the team, if you've got one, sort of wind down too early. Admittedly, the last day, last day and a half, I understand it. Um, but it's a great time. Don't waste it is what I'm trying to get at. Um, so from there, as I mentioned, the the team did fantastic until the last last minutes basically um we dragged them out of the office took everyone for a meal um which was great um because mark uh, our lead developer works in london comes up a couple of times a week um and alison and sarah um sort of very rarely in the office because their job and um how they're needed for the team and it doesn't make sense bring them in for a commute every day and obviously sarah's my wife and looks after the kids so she's got that enjoyment of being able to be with the kids when they're at nursery do the work so it's very rare we actually all get around a table, um, and it was great. We had a fantastic meal, and then we took everyone out for drinks, obviously. Um, we had our works do, and the, the key takeaway for me from that is um, it shows that obviously we have a great work working atmosphere. Sort of the culture of the team is really strong. But when you put someone out in town and put a few drinks down them, People tend to show their true colours, and I've known that from sort of the first day of, of working is um, you really see people's true colours after they've had a drink, uh, and you, you add festivities into that, and all of a sudden uh, you sort of know how how stable and how concrete the company is. Um, really, really proud, again, just to use that word, is um, the whole team, they, everyone got on. It's honestly the best work I've ever been on, and I've been on a lot. Um, for, for our companies and getting invited to others, uh, other Christmas dues, like it shows that the guys have a real actual deep friendship, not just in work time, but outside of work. And uh, for me as founder, just taking a step back and looking at what, proud moment for me, not just the team, I guess, is looking at what I've built over the last three years um, and being able to put these guys in a, in, a, in a job where they enjoy it and they get on with the colleagues. Um, I took a step back and I was drinking a, some fancy cocktail um, that, that Nick ordered for me, which was good fun. I actually think it had an Oreo biscuit in it, uh, which was fantastic. Um, it was just a great moment. Uh, and I think you need to just, if you are building a team, whether you've got one, three, five, or 50 people, okay, um, if you've got one extra person working for you, trusts you and believes in you and is sort of helping you build the business that's your dream, it's not their dream, they're working for you, it's, it's your dream that they're helping make happen. Um, you've got to step back and go, actually, um, that's quite an achievement. And I don't do that enough, um, to be honest. And that's something that I'm going to be working on this year, <clears throat> celebrating those small wins. Um, and actually, uh, just thinking about it, one thing that happened is Mark, um, our lead dev, uh, obviously came up from London uh, for the works do. And rather than book at a hotel, he just decided, no, no, I don't need a hotel. I'm just going to power through and I've got a train back at 5.15 in the morning. And let me just drop a clip in. Just to give you an insight to how our team works together, um, this is Mark at about four o'clock in the morning at the train station. 
okay. That's my diary. It's hard. It's 4.15. My train leaves in an hour and a quarter. I'm gonna say I'm too drunk. I enjoy the Christmas party, but I'm really proud about our team. They stay until 4 o'clock, so I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm just going to wish Merry Christmas to everyone. And Happy New Year. Uh, I'm very proud about being part of this theme. And that's all. Kisses for everyone. See you in January. Bye-bye. Now he posted that into our Slack group and it cracked the whole team up. But that really does give you a good insight to sort of how we roll here. Uh, we work very hard, but we play hard as well. Um, so that was the end of work. And, and just as a side note, um, I'd love some feedback on this show if you only get this far. Uh, it's very, very difficult, I find, uh, to keep um, a single conversation. I'm used to bouncing things off Harry. Uh, but let me know how, how you found it, uh, if you're in the Facebook group and bits like that. Um, or you can get me email address at the end of the show to find out how to join the Facebook group. So anyway, after the work's due, that was when Christmas started, so... Um, had a hotel that night, woke up and I was, I was in holiday mode then. And I made a commitment to myself, the wife and the kids that over Christmas, so I'm terrible for it, to be honest, when I'm at home, um, you, you'll know what it's like, especially if you, if you run your own business, you're always on and it's very, very difficult to separate your lives out. But I told, I told the family that no, I'm going to have a proper break over Christmas. Um, so I did that, um, over the Christmas and, and New Year period, uh, we broke up on the 22nd, I think it was, and we came back on the 4th. So I had Christmas, Harry's wedding, New Year, and my son's birthday's three. And across those, I actually completely switched off. I had two days in the office, and the reason I actually decided to do a 45, 50-minute commute into the office, even during the holidays to get some work done, is because I knew it was going to be impossible. And I think it comes down to just being realistic with yourself and not, and not making promises you know you can't keep. I knew that I needed to get some stuff done over the Christmas period and I didn't want to come back into an inbox and a to-do list that was just manic. <clears throat> Actually, here's a, a quick thing that we did is, um, obviously we've got the community expert trades. If you don't know what we do yet, please go back and listen to new shows. As I said, we've picked up a hell of a lot of new listeners over the Christmas period. So uh, just go back and listen to some old episodes. Um, we try and keep it as conversational as, as this is is trying to be um but we've got a community of tradespeople, and obviously they use our app they use our website uh, package the part of the community and we're always on like we're always accessible as a team and for us to have a break we need to, to clearly tell these guys that we're actually having a break um which means unless it's critical um we're not there and the reason that we have to be there even we can't just say we're not there full stop um it's a service that trades professionals so a plumber or a heating engineer, 
Um, they use our app to do quotes and invoices. And if you're promising someone that you're, you've got a tool that they can build their business on, um, this is the busiest time of year as a heating engineer. And you have to be empathetic to the fact that if this app goes down and they can't do a quote or an invoice, you're messing with their livelihood. So we let them know in that situation we are there and we are. So what we did is we communicated that to all the members and we said, hey, uh, if you email the normal email addresses that you get in contact regarding websites and app and community and tools and bits like that, well, you're not going to get a reply until the 4th. But in that email it said, if there is something that is critical, email help at experttrades.com. And that came just through to me. Um, and that was the only filtered inbox that I actually checked. <clears throat> and that allowed me to say, everything else, it doesn't matter. If something's in that inbox, um, then then it will get actioned. And admittedly, I sent that email out. And within five minutes, we had an email to help experttrades.com that was not critical. Um, to which the reply was, is this really critical? And because the trades, you have that bit of banter. But I think the key takeaway is make sure that if you set boundaries for yourself or your team and you have a membership or a user base or any customers or clients that you you don't just keep that as an internal boundary, you communicate that to them. Because if you've got these little rules that you're trying to do and even explaining to them why, hey, we've worked really hard this year. We know you appreciate it. You've left us some great feedback. Um, as founder, I want the team to go and be able to switch off. So between the 22nd and the 4th, they're not on. So if you tag them in Facebook or you email them, you're not going to get a reply. <clears throat> Here's this email address if something's critical. It's really important that you communicate that. Um, so as I was mentioned, I took two days out, came to the office, and that was just me being honest with myself. I knew I needed that time, explained it to the wife. She fully understood, and she wouldn't have let me get away with that if for the rest of the time I was at home, I was still doing emails and, and getting into my old routines. So um, did that. It was fantastic. Um, good break, feeling really energized, which is good. And just as we're sort of getting to the end of this, I'll just briefly cover off sort of how I did my New Year's resolutions. I won't go into all all of what they are, uh, just the process that I go through every year and actually take half a day out, um, just get away from everyone and, and everything just to sort of work out. And I'm actually a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk, and he recently put a video, was like, um, should you do New Year's resolutions? And it was like, yes, if you're listening to this on the 1st of January. Uh, and if you're not, if you're listening to it on the, the 5th of January or the 29th of December, then you should do resolutions for that day. Like, what are you going to be better at that day? And I appreciate that, but there's something about my mindset, and it's just the way that I've sort of done the last five years, is I break up. And normally I work and then I take a day out, but I broke up this year and I took some time off and then I had half a day just to work out sort of in a really reflective state what I needed to work on. And to do this well, you've got to be really bloody honest with yourself. And, and that's tough. Like to look at yourself in the mirror and actually say like, what am I bad at? Um, again, Gary V, it's the self-awareness thing. And he preaches on about it. And I think because everyone really knows that it is important and he hits that home. So what I did is I wrote down sort of every, every key pillar in my life that I needed to work on. Um, so I think that's a great starting block. Rather than just thinking about work, there's other things. Um, and I, I remember being in a talk one day, and part of that talk was saying that you, you've you got these balls in your life that you juggle. And some of them are made of rubber, and some of them are made of glass. And if you drop the rubber ones, you can pick them back up. And if you drop the glass ones, they're smashed. And it was kind of talking about work is a rubber ball and uh, family and, and marriage is a glass ball. You can't drop it because it's very, very difficult to put that back together. So 
I wrote down the five pillars and it came down to health, work, me, as in me personally, my family, and then my marriage. And I consider those separate because family means everyone together. And marriage for me is like, just because I've got kids, I still need to appreciate my wife and, and still work at that. And that's something that I've learned this year is I'm married, but that doesn't mean it's done. Like I still have to work at it. And I know this is taking it slightly off, off business, but this is, this is kind of my diary. So that's how it's going to go. So, um, it was health, work, me, family, and marriage. And then what I decided to do is set not a new year's resolution. I set goals for the next 12 weeks because I think setting goals for the year, um, and trying to stick to them is very, very difficult from, from previous times. So what I did, um, broke those down and then I have got daily, weekly, quarterly, monthly goals. So an example is I've got an achieved running goals and I've got a spreadsheet of how much I need to run every week, stretching every night and the sort of foods I'm going to eat. That's in the health section. Work is ending the day with my, uh, cleaning my inbox and doing my wonder list for my actions the next morning. And then as soon as that's done, that's a checkpoint for me to, um, I'm not in work right now. I go home and enjoy my family. Um, putting in one-to-one reviews with staff and then quarterly off-sites for me for strategy and quarterly off-sites with the team. Uh, me is reading material that I need to do. Um, personal projects just to improve skills in new areas. Taking a walk at the end of each week just to reflect and just get ready for the weekend and enjoy it. So when I get home on a Friday, I'm going to go for a walk. Um, family activities per month, taking my dad out, taking my mum out and, and not f- not missing out on on quality time because what always happens is every three or four months I get together with them and we have a great time and I think I need to do this more often and then the marriage it's taking my wife out for a date every now and then every couple of weeks I've got in here uh, and cooking for her because she enjoys it when I cook just little things like that but I think when you put it down on paper and you cement it it makes a massive difference so I'll probably update you on the New Year's resolutions every four four weeks and just let you know I'm getting on and what I'm struggling with and how I've changed them and then every three months I'm going to start working on sort of what's the next three months look like and what am I focusing on um, and Harry will be good for that because he's a personal trainer in him. He's qualified. He, he, he's good at sticking to regimented goals. So um, I think he'll help me with that when he gets back. So outside of that, um, just wanted to give you an overview of what's what's really to come. So um, this month, obviously, it's just me. Um, and I'm going to be focused on more of the granular details of being a CEO. So talking about there's certain points where you have to set a new budget for the year. Obviously, we're a nine-person company, VC-funded. We've got to set budgets and we've got to hit targets. Talking about what that's like. Um, how I structure reviews with staff, whether it's formal or just casual, and how I try and stay on top of making sure that people are happy in the business and how I've tried to improve in that in the last year. Um, hiring um, and how often you need to do it and should you always be hiring and who to hire and team structures. Uh, and then firing, sort of how do you do it and when do you think about it and what are the red flags and when do you think someone needs to go or when do you actually think, no, this person just needs more support. Um, I'm also going to want to try and get more people in the Facebook group. So part of what I, why I do this show is, if you listen to the very first episode, is I actually left my old job because of podcasts and I want to give something back and I want to build a community around this. And it's proven very difficult and that's because the amount of attention that I've given that group. But if you're this far into the show, I've just me rambling and, and just giving you my diary, um, then please email me. It's Adam. A-D-A-M at experttrades.com. That's expert, E-X-P-E-R-T, trades, T-R-A-D-E-S.com. So Adam at experttrades.com, two T's in the middle, one S at the end. And let me know about you. If you have a question, get it in. I'll answer it on the show. I need some more questions in. Um, But if you want to join the group, I want to build an active Facebook group of entrepreneurs, 
um, whether you're starting a company, founding your own thing, want to do your own thing, thinking about it, are doing it, run a 50-person company and can actually help me. Whoever you are, if you listen to the show, there's obviously something in you that means you want to do something more. Um, and if that's you, if you don't want to do something more, don't email me. If you do want to do something more, then help me build this community up. Um, I want to I want to get something that, that you guys feel like you're part of. Not just this, not just listening. If you got... I'm in your headphones right now or I'm in the car, I'm in the van, you're, you're jogging, whatever you're doing. Um, I really appreciate your attention at this point. But I know that there's people in this community that can help you in other ways. And I know that community is how we've built our business. And I want to bring that sort of engagement and relationship to the podcast and see what we can do because I think it can be really special. <clears throat> so last call to action, if you're this far in, um, email me. We're going to learn about you and we're going to get you into the Facebook group. And... Uh, it's going to be a good 2017. Tell me what you're focusing on this year. If there's anything at all I can help with, um, let me know. Part of what I'm doing this year, I'm dedicating time for, even if it's not on the show and Q&A, like I, want to, uh, I want to get more into supporting people that are before me in this journey. Um, and if you're ahead of me, reach out. And if you've got time to bloody help me, help me. I'm, I'm the person that is always willing to take advice. Um, but I wouldn't be here today if I didn't have those people that were ahead of me giving me that time. Um, so if there's anyone that's thinking about it in a day job, absolutely hates it, has this fire in them that wants to do something and you want to bounce ideas, um, I have an inbox. I will get to it and uh, I look forward to hearing from you. Um, yeah, so I'm going to record another show early next week and there'll probably be two episodes a week um, for now. And uh, yeah, hope you're well, stay busy and uh, speak to you soon. Bye-bye.